But then it'll be interesting. Like, I'm just thinking as you're saying that, I'm thinking about our kids' generation. Maybe it'll just be a whole generation of people that are, you know, have demanding what they think they deserve. You know, I, I only want to work four days a week and I'm only going to work four days a week. And then maybe the employers are going to be like, well, they only want to work four days a week. What are we going to do? You know, it'll be interesting to see if where that sense of entitlement leads to and how that... Welcome to Let's Not Sugarcoat It, a podcast about the real, raw, and unfiltered side of motherhood. We're your hosts, Bella, Alex, and Amy. Let's get into it, ladies. Okay, let's get into it, ladies. Today, we're talking about entitlement and just, uh, I guess, kids and entitlement because we're kind of feeling like our kids have this sense of entitlement. Yes? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Capital letters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was saying just the other day that like just the idea of no value of how much something costs, even though I thought I was trying to teach that, but Evie was asking to buy her friend a present. It was like a $110 present. I was like, no. You spend $30 plus tax. That's it. Yeah, but to them, it's, you know, it's always up. Like, they get it. And and then two minutes later, they're like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Right? Like, you get them stuff for Christmas. And the next day, you go to Walmart. And they're like, look at this. I'm like, you haven't even unpacked your bloody presents. You have time to play, to use, to whatever, right? So it's very frustrating because from... Uh, yeah, from where we come from, specifically myself and my family, um, I was happy with a doll, you know, one doll for a few years, right? Like we didn't have stuff, you know, come from communist Poland, you know, we had a chicken a week, you know, we were rationed, (laughs) you know, like it wasn't, but we were outside, we were playing, we were making those connections. And now it's, you know, I I want a, a phone, because I want to talk to your friend, to my friends, right? It's like, well, you can talk to your friends for free. So I don't yeah. have to pay for a bloody phone <laughs> and I don't have to pay for a plan and this and that, the mm. other thing, right? So, but then I look back because we have conversations with uh, my husband about this entitlement all the time because it frustrates us because mm-hmm, right. we both came from, you know, not well, like we did not come from wealth. Yeah. So we do appreciate the things that we have and we worked really hard for them. So now, you know, we're able to be like, okay, you know, we deserve this or because we've worked for it. It wasn't just given to us. Mm-hmm. But our and we want to give our kids a certain lifestyle that we didn't have. But it's not fair to them too. We have these conversations because they don't know hardship. No. They don't know what it is to go without. Yeah. Right. We do and we cannot expect them to know yeah. that, you know, we can tell them how it feels, but because they haven't experienced it, it's hard for them to, you know, visualize. You know, I always say like, there's hungry children out there, blah, 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 right? Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, but you've never really been hungry. No. You know, I'm starving. No, you're not. Yeah, exactly. I'm starve you if you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to yes. really notice? Like, yeah. yeah. I think too, you know, we talked about this, the, they're surrounded by it. Like you said, they, there's no starving children in their midst anyways, yeah. you know, that they see. So it's it's such a foreign, you know, foreign concept for them. And it's really easy to, you know, sort of keeping up with the Joneses, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the kids at school all have phones and, you mm-hmm. know, it's hard for them to not, you know, all their friends are at the beach all summer and boating on Lake Okanagan. And, you know, they just sort of feel like that's the norm. 
And, and all the kids talk about more and more and more. Like I know for me as a kid, we certainly were not hard done by. I, I guess maybe there would be an argument that we were a bit entitled, but there was certainly less overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids, we appreciated our toys. Like we didn't get as much. There's just so much mm-hmm. more. There's also more TV, more technology. There just, there was more playing outside when I was a kid. And I think kids now, they need more stimulation to kind of keep them satisfied, but in some ways it's keeping them less fulfilled. You know, Mm -hmm. they're like, we just talked about, they always want more, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. they just finished opening something. I just tried to start a movement with my daughter who's turning 12 in January. And I said, okay, you know, you're 12 now. So we're moving away from like the big birthday parties. We're going to get into, you know, you have two friends, Mm -hmm. pick an experience and and we'll go do that. And I said, you know what? I'm going to tell their parents no gifts. You know, it's time to stop this. You don't need gifts. You know, it's it's nice for these parents to be able to say, just come and enjoy, just come and celebrate our birthday. Don't bother bringing anything. You're not getting a loot bag or you're not getting a bag on the way out. And she was mortified. She just thought like, how could you not ask them for gifts? And I feel like it's just so much stuff in my house. (laughs) It is a lot of stuff. You know, it's so interesting too, though, because I think it's just depending where we are, what trend it is. Because honestly, when Evie was little, like I was, I felt like I needed to get on board with toonie parties. That's what everybody was having. You bring your a toonie for your kid, a toonie for charity, and your oh, kid I got the that. cumulative money and they got to buy one present. That's what every every parent in the preschool did, everyone at school. Then I moved here and I'm like, oh, we're back to buying gifts for kids. And then I was like, should we say no gifts? And Brad's like, no, we've bought seven children, 35 to $50 gifts in yeah. the last week. So then you're like, well, so then at what point is it like, like you're saying, at what point is it like, oh, is saying that to her kind of like, not mean, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, I don't know, but you're right. It's so much stuff, so much presents, so much like I'm opening my gift at Christmas, moving on to the next one. Yeah. Instead of like taking the time to look at the gift, appreciate who gave it to you. Um, yeah. I just want to start the birthday movement. Like, yeah. let's stop gifts. <laughs> because I think most parents too, I know if if I, when my kids go shopping, they want to buy slime and garbage that I'm sure every oh, parent Poppets. thinks. Oh, stupid? Yeah. Fidgets. Every parent goes, oh my God, like, why are you supposed to, why are you buying this? You know, and who's bringing slime into my house? What kind of parents buy, you know? So then the kind of gifts I want to buy are not what my kids want to buy. And so it just gets to be, I am starting a movement. Let's have birthday parties where it's just about the birthday. <laughs> and I like that Toonie party idea. I didn't get that memo. Yeah, well, I don't know. It was probably a Vancouver memo. There's probably less waste. So you wanted like less plastic. It was probably a, That's well, was I like probably that. a movement. But also like last year, our kids went to a bit of a rougher school. Mm-hmm. And you were saying, Bella, like you miss those parties from that school because it was quite interesting to see kids opening these gifts that were like, obviously the kid got to spend this money and it was like dollar store stuff, but the kids watching how excited they were yeah. mm-hmm. about these gifts they were giving to their friends yeah. was a powerful thing. It was, it was, it was the most beautiful thing because my kids are used to getting these extravagant gifts and tons of money. Like, I mean, they collected $1,200 for their bloody birthday. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> right? But when we were in the other school, there, we had a pool party. All these kids came and they're from, you know, not... Uh, all different walks. All com- Yes. And um, they were opening these gifts and my kids at first, they were like, they opened them and and their reactions, I was like, ooh, what's going to happen here? But all the other kids 
We're like, wow, this is amazing. And they start clapping and they're like, we always. So then it brought that energy to my children and they started to be more appreciative of any gift that Uh was there. I mean, they got bloody iPhone watches with five different bands for their Christmas. Yeah. Do you think they're wearing them right now? Yeah. Do you know, like, yeah. you know, set up, they were, they were, they wanted them. Yeah. Now they got him. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, where are your watches? Yeah. You yeah. know? So I always tell my family, because it's usually my family. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil them. Yeah. Don't give them, because then it's an expectation. Yeah. Because if they don't get that $100, oh, it's a 50 are you mm. kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it's a red, not a brown. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah. But don't you think that kind of comes back to like, I feel like people give gifts because they think there's value in that. Where I've tried to explain to people, my kids don't, if you give them a $50 gift or a $200 gift, they don't look at that gift all the time mm-hmm. and think, oh, so-and-so bought this for me. That was so nice. It's out of mind. Yeah. So whether you spend $20 or $100, you know, it's going to have the same effect really at some level. Yeah. They're over in three seconds. Yeah. So don't spend $100. Yeah. Spend $20 because they're, you're, you're forgotten in a minute. Yeah, you know? so, so what we're doing now is when they get such big uh, lump sums, they always want to run to the dollar store and Walmart and buy the most amount of squishy mellows you possibly <laughs> can, right? Um, but now they want to go to Disneyland. So I said, well, now you have to save yeah, because I'm not going to, because you have your money and mm-hmm. you really want to do this experience. So you need to save up for your flights mm. or you have to save up for your tickets. But, and then we explain, because, you know, they, they sometimes forget, yeah. right? Uh, well, you have my money, you keep my money and I have this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, do you still want to go to Disneyland? Yes. Right. Right. Okay. Because I'm like, I'm not spending you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) yesterday. Okay. Yesterday we go to Marshall's and all these sales, you know, little Christmas knickknacks. Oh, I want this. Can I buy something? Can I buy something? I'm just like, holy man. I'm like, you need to stop. Yeah. I'm not buying you anything. I did buy them. You know what I (laughs) bought? So they wanted uh, canvases because my dad is into painting right now so they oh. watch him paint and they're like we want a big canvas so they you know because we're gonna paint as soon as we get home we're gonna be painting blah 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 okay so I buy these canvases because I'm like oh my children will want to paint and <laughs> they're so excited my and they're ca- yeah carrying their <laughs> canvases and you know those like painter um palettes, palettes. Yeah. yeah and I'm, you know I'm like oh that's so cute came home they ripped the plastic that was around, put everything on the kitchen table and then they went upstairs. <laughs> Started playing with dolls. With the, uh, with the, um, what are those little things? LOL dolls. Oh yeah. Oh okay. my God. Those are the worst. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> $14 for a little ball. Yeah. And and most of it is garbage. Oh yeah. Oh, plastic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. It, it, like, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm adding to this circle, this vicious cycle yeah. mm-hmm. of... 
you know, whatever they want, because I'm like, I have this vision. Yes. I have this expectation, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yes, they're, they're going to do an activity. It's not, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then they just chuck it yeah. on the side and off they go. I'm like, well, that was 60 bucks well spent. On yeah. the next. <laughs> yeah. I totally think it, I take full accountability for my kid's entitlement in a lot of regards, because you're right. It is, we have this vision of what, you know, and then, and then we were saying, you know, the fine line between, attainment. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about goals and manifesting and yes, it's good to have things and you want things. And we talk about things like that. You know, I want these boots or I want this and they hear us talk about that. And so for me, it's always finding that fine line about having things and it's okay to want things, but to appreciate what you have, Mm -hmm. first of all, realize that it's a gift and that you're lucky to have it. And also not to attach value to it. Like you're going to be okay if you don't have those yeah. shoes. Right. So I know for my kids, um, you know, this this past Christmas that that went by, we uh, it was a real eye opener for me about maybe not so much and just getting what they really want mm-hmm. because it was I I made decisions about what I thought they could have. And they were just sort of stuck with what they wanted. So I've decided for birthdays, you know what? We're taking all the magic and fun out of it. You decide what you want. Here's a gift card. <laughs> the magic really, is gone. Well, yeah. really, because it, the gift giving is kind of fun for moms to go shopping and do all those things. But you know what? They know what they want. They're at an age. Fortunately, we are past all the little LOL dolls now, which is really nice. I'm so thankful to be past all the little toys. Now we're into things. It's such a nice place to be. But now it's like, yeah. Here's your gift card. Go shopping. Get what you want. And that mm. we're there. You mm. know that's cool. Yeah, it is. But it takes all the fun out of it for me. Yeah, <laughs> they're just so grown up. All of a sudden, they mm. know what they want. They are very particular about what they wear. They want clothes. They want fashion. And I also think it's social media and just exposure to mm. the internet. Mm. Right? They see other things. They see. Yeah, it's this. I want. Yeah. I want. Yeah, more, I more, more, more. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. And I need and I need. But I, I feel like. Overall, this generation of human beings is very entitled. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, even the generation ahead, right? Like the Gen Zers. When I talk to people who maybe employ people in that generation, they're like, there's that sense of entitlement. Well, I want to have a mental health week because I'm entitled to one, or I'm entitled to working only X amount of hours a, a yeah. week, right? Versus like, the generation before is more like, okay, I'll work, work till the job is done. Yeah. I'll put in my time or everybody wants to have these virtual jobs and like, fine. But like the whole world might not be able to have a virtual job. Oh yeah, there's definitely. But then it'll be interesting. Like, I'm just thinking as you're saying that, I'm thinking about our kids' generation. Maybe it'll just be a whole generation of people that are, you know, have demanding what they think they deserve. You know, I, I only want to work four days a week and I'm only going to work four days a week. And then maybe the employers are going to be like, well, they only want to work four days a week. What are we going to do? You know, it'll be interesting to see if where that sense of entitlement leads to and how that... Yeah, but sometimes I that is interesting to me. Although how I guess I see it happening now, but I, obviously my sample size is small, <laughs> is that people are like, I want to work four days a week, six hours a day, but I want my salary to be the same as it would be if I worked, yeah. you know, a 12 yeah. hour day or I don't want the entry level job money. I want the yeah. over 100K salary, but I just got out of university type thing. Right? Yeah, nobody wants to climb the ladder. It's like, oh, well, I want this. So I, you need to give it to me, but I'm yeah. not going to put the work in mm-hmm. because yeah. I came out of a, you know, upbringing where everything was just given. It was easy. 
But then on the flip side, this is what I'm saying. So now, like particularly here where we live, people are paying people just to show up. Please yeah. just come four days in a row and I'll pay you. You know, well, so they're getting like, yeah, so we're, day. so it's again that accountability. Like we are feeding into that, to that generation because, you know, employers are kind of like, well, geez, I need people to work. And so I got to pay these guys to come and he's missed four days of work, but now I still got to employ him because I still need him. You know, so it's kind of, that and the yeah. thing in the account of like we are but feeding it'll into only, that like it'll, it'll implode because you mm-hmm. can only do so much right because the, there will be people that will come and they will work mm-hmm. yeah and then it'll create a completely different you know whether it's immigration anything like that because there are people that are willing to work yes right and I feel like we're, if we're talking about you know where we are there's a sense of entitlement because there's a lot of you know wealth in mm-hmm. this city um, but it'll be an eye-opener for those who don't want to work. There will be somebody who will come. At some yeah. point, this cycle will break. Yeah, at some because point, Because you maybe. can't run a whole society on laziness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it'll be interesting to see. I'm not saying I'm for it. Let me be clear. <laughs> I'm not saying that I am pro. Yeah. I'm just saying it'll be interesting to see because as you said, Alex, like the more you talk to people, the, this is the ongoing challenge with the workforce right now, right? Mm-hmm. But even just like, I guess my whole thing with with entitlement with the kids is the amount of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just stuff. Like I am looking to have less stuff in my life and my children are wanting more. (laughs) Okay, well, have you tried doing that thing that I was talking to Shannon from Mamas for Mama that one time at one of our networking events and she said what taught her to be such a give back person and start that business was the fact that her grandma said to her, we have a lifestyle where we can always go out and buy something else. A lot of people don't have that. So you want that? You want that other thing? You go through this house, you find six things you're going to go take downtown to somebody who needs it. And sure, we'll get that. Mm. But you need to learn that not not everybody can just get that. And Mm. then you don't just get what you want. There has to Mm. be some other, I don't know. I tried doing that with my kids and we're now uh, four large garbage bags in our dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) space below the garage but yeah it, they have such a hard time letting go of letting it. go we tried you know they they have donated stuff yeah but it's it's just not enough and, and i'm like how easy. do we filter through you know i could go up into the room and do another four garbage bags worth of stuff yeah. mm-hmm. you know add to the pile down there yeah you know, and but it's so funny it's so funny to me because they will remember a toy <laughs> from when back in the day and then suddenly it's like this emotional breakdown Aww. because I lost this toy yeah. it was my favorite toy and it's a full on I don't know like m- meltdown Aww. I would say right yeah. Like, but then how do we react to that because I don't want them to be attaching such value to stuffies like yeah. yes we have we do we have four stuffies in the house that i'm even attached to yeah. bun bun <laughs> oh, yeah, <bunny> and <laughs> giraffe <laughs> right and stitch um but yeah so you know one or two things yes i have i even have a little horse from when we were refugees in austria and the machine gun men that were walking around rallied 
you know, all their community to bring toys for the less fortunate, which was us. Mm. So I still have like, that's a sentimental Mm. piece. I loved that horse. I had that horse for the two years we were in Austria and for the 30 some years that we've been here. Mm -hmm. And I still, when I look at that horse, it's like, that was my time in the Mm -hmm. camp, like the bedding camp Mm -hmm. um, that we were in, right? So it just, I get it. You can, but there's like 5 million toys in our house. Like heads are missing from these LOL. You know, the cat is running with a shoe. I'm like, what is this? You know, like, yeah. One See, of my friends used to hide it for a month. She'd take stuff that she was going to donate and then she'd put it away for a month or more sometimes, she said. And then if nobody mentioned any of the toys in that container, she'd get rid of it. Oh, that's smart. See, I feel like I, I love the idea of donating. I think that's great. I, I totally, we often do that. Here's where my challenge comes in. And I agree with you not attaching sentimental, but... I feel like, could we just appreciate and have one thing that we take care of or a couple things, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's that feeling of they want it and then, yeah, let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of it, mom, and get something new. Mm. So for us, it's very like, yeah, I'm over it. You know, they'll they'll have bags full of clothes and say, can we go shopping for more? And I I get so annoyed by that because I think, well, what's wrong with these clothes? Oh, I don't want them anymore. I need new clothes. Thinking, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, yeah, so I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I totally believe in upcycling, but there's we're upcycling at a rate that is a little bit alarming. A little more. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like, and you're right. If you just get something for Christmas and two months later, you're over it. That's annoying. Or just right? clothes that are in great condition. And especially particularly because I'm sure you guys feel the same way. My kids are still growing. Mm-hmm. So for me to you know, invest a large amount of money in clothing that they're going to outgrow. I just can't do it. Mm -hmm. And so I can appreciate it if it's something that's not your style anymore. But if it's a perfectly good shirt and you're going to the store and you want to buy another shirt that looks an awful lot like that shirt that's in the bag, (laughs) we're getting rid of. I got a little problem. Like, you know, I work too hard for my money to be, you know, and that's the other thing. Maybe it comes down to they don't have the awareness around where that comes from. Yeah, right? maybe. I think, you know, summer is good for our kids because they're little entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. So I try to encourage that because they'll go and sell rocks because they want, you know, to earn the money. But getting the money is exciting for them. You know, doing something for someone and then getting paid for them, it's exciting for them. Like they were shoveling. We had friends from the Caymans visiting and so they, they all the kids went out shoveled our driveway. They went next door, shoveled the other driveway. Then, you know, next, because people were giving them stuff. (laughs) So they're they're learning that they actually have to put out to get a little bit. But I feel like I need to encourage it a little bit more in my own household so that it's not like, oh, I want a canvas because I'm going to paint. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. And then it's like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to do this thing that I've never done, or maybe we tried to implement it for five minutes, but it didn't really work. But where people give, say, an allowance for doing chores, but it's always divided in thirds, like a third of it, you can do what you want with it. So maybe you spend it, maybe you put in your piggy bank at home. A third of it, you have to put into savings and a third has to get put to a charity. Oh, I like that. Yeah, me too. But I've just never <laughs> really. I know. I, I tried. Oh, I like it. I should do it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. see, my kids, they they have their own money. A lot of times, if they're going to an experience or something, I always say, I'll pay for that. Like, if you're going swimming, I'll pay for that. You don't have to pay for that yourself. 
but they like to go to the mall with their little friends now and walk around and buy ridiculous things or, you know, buy like a little, I just fed them at home, but they want to have a little something at the food court. So that comes out of their money. So I did say to them, you have a budget now. You can spend $50 a month, which seems like a lot, but it's like, that's all the little things, you know, they want to go here. If they want to buy a little something, I like them to have a little autonomy. So, but my daughter just wanted these shoes that were $200, which I thought, okay, I'm going to let her have them. But now she can't spend any money until May because well, she, yeah. she's tapped out. And so we went to the mall the other day and my other daughter who still has, she goes, mom, I have $20 to spend. I said, yep. And the other one said, I guess I can't get one of those. I said, no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> not fair. Yeah, I yeah. knew that. Oh. Yeah. That's not fair. She has more money. Well, you spent yours. You spent <laughs> yours. <laughs> No, oh, mine handled. Crap. She handled it with grace. Actually, I was pretty proud. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, mine don't. It's <laughs> everything like you know the twin thing, equal, oh. equal. But one, yeah, you know, buy something. It's more or you know, they'll buy something for each other because they want something and they try to trick me to <laughs> be like, oh, I want to be kind. You're I'm so gonna nice. buy, you know, I want to buy something for Kasia. You know, I just want to whatever. And then after, they don't have the money, and then that <laughs> creates this. You know, that's not fair. You owe me this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 a gift is a gift. She doesn't owe you anything. I'm going to take the, And then it's like, then take it back. I don't want it. It's like, holy man. Like, yeah. But yeah, children. Right? So let me ask you guys this. What do you, because we talked about this the other day with the birthday gift. Was that you with the, you had to do the birthday gift. But what do you guys like to spend on birthday gifts for kids? Oh my like, God, I've got stupid. Oh, that was you. I was like, oh my God, what do you spend? Well, I don't usually spend this much on like girls or kids that I've never met. Like there's no relationship, you know? You know, 40 bucks per kid for me because I have two usually going to a party, right? So around, you know, 40, you know, 20, depending. Depending which school we were in. Because then we were really cautious of not... um, overdoing it in the other school right mm-hmm. so that the, because uh anyways let me finish one story because yeah. i'm like no squirreling <laughs> i'm like but we're all keeping up though. to the girl's birthday this uh year mm-hmm. okay just remember um what was i talking about the how much money oh, yeah. <laughs> so so i was so you know we went out uh <laughs> friday night friday night and you know the wine was a free pouring <laughs> and so the next day i didn't feel like going and shopping and whatever and all i had in my wallet was two fifty dollar bills <laughs> and my mom went with one of them uh, to buy to Walmart and they bought like this big stuffy animal. An so, elephant stuffy. An elephant. Just <laughs> everything. So then I'm just like, oh, I'm too lazy. So I made them do cards and then I taped the 50 bucks in each card to send to the party. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so now like, did I send a precedence every time this kid has a party that, yeah. you know, this is what I get. Or the poor parents are like, holy crap, is this how much we're supposed to be spending now? Yeah. I know. Sorry, no, that was a one-off people. I will not be spending. <laughs> to the parents of the party last yeah. weekend, you were lucky. Oh, yeah. That's for you this year and next year. <laughs> yeah, like it's just, I, you know, I feel like we add to this entitlement, yeah. I guess, right? So I don't know. I don't know how to... Um, well, I kind of... Oh, yeah, no. Okay. Oh, birthday party. Story. Birthday party. So the reason I don't want to overspend, and, and uh, I liked when we were in the other school, you know, how everybody was keeping it, you know, budget friendly, is 
This year, the girls had a friend who got really upset that her present wasn't good enough. Because, and she wanted to go home. We were having a sleepover because she saw my kids get $100 here, $100 there, you know, this, that, and whatever. And I don't even know what she uh, brought, but it was so sad. She was upset. She's like, I think I want to go home. She came to approach me. I'm like, why? And then she's like, why? You know, I don't think my present was good enough. So I don't feel good about it. Right. But it was also nice to see my kids step up and say, no, your gift was wonderful, right? Yeah. Because it was a friend. But still like to have these elaborate, you know, birthday and gifts. I don't think it's very healthy for the kids. I know, never like, open the gifts at parties. I used to never either. And Evie really wants to do it this year. And I said, well, maybe as long as, because I hadn't before for that reason to not have that my presence better or like feeling but then there's like that bank or that other school sorry I almost <laughs> got out of the bag um, <laughs> school last year and it was like just so nice and the kids wanted the kids pictures wanted. of like they wanted to open the gift like so many of them yeah. were like can we open the gift now and I still didn't but like five of them asked me to record it happening so I did and then I sent the, the video of it and they were like oh my goodness but yeah it was cool yeah the, the gift opening for me one year I didn't do it because same reason. Yeah. But all the kids wanted, they were all coming up to me. When is the present? Because they want to see themselves, yeah. right? And they want to play and they want to touch and they yeah. want to, right? So um, I opened presents. I just never did because when I it first, how it first started was it just seemed like we were trying to fit everything in in these two hours. Mm. And then it was like, okay, let's hurry up and open gifts and let's have the cake. And then one of my girlfriends said, you don't have to open the gifts. You just send thank you cards later. This was early on at like a two-year-old birthday party. Oh my party. God, you sent thank thought, you cards? Well, when they were young. She's one of those. So then... <laughs> no, I you don't anymore. But I just... Thank you, No, that was when they were little. But then that was like aunts and uncles, right? But then as they got older, I thought, yeah, we're not doing that. And yes, the kids want to see, but it was like, for me, I just felt like, I didn't want my kids to be like, oh yeah, that's great, thanks. Okay, next. I thought, I don't even want to do that. And nobody needs to see what anybody got. I know they're curious, but it also just seemed like there was no time for it ever. They're busy running around and it's like, hey, thanks for coming. you know. And then I did make my kids do thank you cards for their friends. Mm-hmm. When they only have four little friends, they got time. They can say, do the little thank you cards or say thank you. And, or I would text the parents. Like, yeah. you know, we just didn't, it just kind of, eliminated all of that, like who got what and where and who spent what, they just took it all away, mm. made it easy. Yeah. Well, it was one way I, of doing I, it. I mean, yeah, Evie really wants to open her gifts this year at her party. She said that several times. She's like, I think I'm old enough, all my other friends do it. Mm. So we'll see what happens, but yeah. Well, it's a good argument. Yeah. 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 I thought it was a good argument. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. And, you know, I'm sure if we had my parents in here, I wonder if every parent feels like their kid's entitled. You know, everybody talks about, ah, the next generation. This generation has no idea. Of course they do. And I think we're going in the right direction. We're supposed to be evolving as generations. But I didn't, I look back at my childhood and I did have toys that I really appreciated and Mm -hmm. things that I appreciated. And we didn't, but also 
I would say my parents were in line with what other children were doing. We were certainly no worse off and no better off. We were very on par. But other kids didn't have lots of things either. We played outside. We didn't have, you know, TV on 24-7 and we didn't have the Disney Channel on 24 hours a day. And, you know, I'm trying to explain that to my kids about how we had to go outside to see our friends. And we did. We played outside all the time. And we never wanted to be around our parents. Mm, yeah, it's totally like we were going like all day. <laughs> How do you feel too about like Santa gifts? Like I've had this argument with people before when they're like, oh, this year Santa's giving my kids like a Generation X iPad or whatever, like something huge. Mm. And so I've argued before on this and been like, I don't think Santa should bring the most expensive gift. Because then you get back to school mm-hmm. and people are like, I got a book for Christmas from Santa and somebody else got a GT Snow Racer or something <laughs> like super cool. And you're like, yeah, Santa likes me better. Yeah. Well, no, it's because... You know, maybe your mom didn't spend as much money on the present, but like, they don't know that. So I don't know. I just think Santa presents should mm-hmm. not be the point. big, big expensive thing. Yeah, we don't like, Lee's like, Santa's not bringing them this. It's from us. He wants yeah. to know, them to know that it, it doesn't come from, you know, space mm-hmm. somewhere. Well, I always Pole. had to try to do something that Santa would actually make in the workshop. And oh. a Nintendo <laughs> didn't seem like something <laughs> that the elves could pump out. <laughs> <laughs> so we would always do like the games were from Santa right. or the, you know, something like the little toys, yeah. like, I don't know, maybe, maybe an LOL doll or something that the yeah. elves could probably easily handle. Yeah, <laughs> they I didn't think, seem tech savvy. <laughs> yeah. I think like our kids slowly will start phasing out Santa, I which know. is kind of sad. Yeah. But I mean, the elves live, you know, oh, those elves. Those, they, they're... <laughs> They live hard in our house. <laughs> they do. They house. do. It's like this whole production to keep the, you know, their childhood and their yeah. dreams. Like, you know, that imagination, that fantasy, you know, to have that magic still within them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nobody better tell them that there's no, no Santa. And <laughs> well, they can't listen to this real. episode. Yeah. My <laughs> kids, I'm, I'm pretty sure my kids are, you know, they're at the age where they they say, mom, the kids said there's no Santa. And I say, shh, don't talk like that because if you don't believe, he won't come. So I'm yeah. trying to keep the magic yeah. alive. Now they, I'm pretty sure are doing it for me. However, they still like the idea that Santa brings gifts. But what I've done over the years is Santa brings way less. Mm. So now that they're of an age, like Santa brings one gift and everything else is from everybody else. So they're slowly phasing out. They're almost, but they still like the magic of it. Like yeah. you said, the innocence, the, yeah. they do it for me. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they want to believe, but they're not sure. So yeah, trying to keep that alive. And I did not do the elf for that reason. Actually, <laughs> I listened were, to everybody. Yeah. Our, I don't have the elf either. Our kids were talking about when I was driving your kids, Bella, back from um, dance yes. one day, they were all talking about the tooth fairy because Parker lost a tooth. And they were like, some kids say the tooth fairy isn't real. And then I don't remember which one of it was, but like one of them was like, we need to stop. If we think it's not real, it's not going to be real. Mm. And we don't want to know the answer. And then they were like, yeah, we don't want to know. It's real. It's good, Parker. We're all good. And they were all like (laughs) rallying around. And then that was it. Everybody believed in the tooth fairy. And that was like wrap of conversation. There's a glimpse of hope for our children. Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, mine are at the age now too, where they're starting to watch shows on TV that Mm. talk about, you know, like, do your kids still think Santa? You know, they're they're a little more adult conversations. And so they're alluding, there's a lot of times where it's like, don't tell me you still believe in the tooth fairy, you know, things like that. So they're starting to, 
get it, Pick which is, it. Yeah, yeah, which is like, yeah, it's a, it's a part of their childhood and their innocence that is yeah. moving out of our life way too yeah. fast, if you ask me, but... So yeah. what are some of these things that ladies we need to do to, you know, lower? Yeah. What's the solution? This, yeah, curb these mm-hmm. entitled little beings. Well, I'd love to hear are. what the listeners have to say for sure about <laughs> this, too. how they handle entitlement. But yeah. I don't know. I think for me, I just, I every night when I tuck them in, I ask them what they're thankful for. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, oftentimes it's easy things like, well, mom, I love you. And I encourage them to think of something different every day. And yesterday I had this conversation with my daughter about, you know, the idea behind this is to to make you aware of how lucky you really are. You know, the things we take for granted, like the fact that your washroom is inside the house or that you have a light or that you have like little things like that. You know, being thankful for that creates, you know, awareness of what we actually have. And so for me, it's about that. You know, my kids, I would say, are pretty grounded, but, you know, they get wrapped up in it too, about wanting and you see things and you want it, you know? They mm-hmm. they just, they think... And I also feel a little bit like they think it'll make them happy. Mm-hmm. You know, if I get this one more thing, I'll be happy. Yeah, I got this, but now I want these shoes or now I want this. So I, with my kids, you know, whether it goes in or not, try to have the conversation about... This is, you know, it's just a thing. Yeah. It's not going to make you, it's not going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And my old will say, mom, I know, I know it's not going to make me happy, but I really I want, want it. it. <laughs> yeah, I want it, yeah. You but can, I talk, wanna, all, you can yeah. talk, you know, theory. I want to see for myself if it makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the gratitude piece good. is good. Like I, I have this, these cards, you know, and then every day they're supposed to pull and mm. they're supposed to do what the card tells them. So last time we did it, which was, you know, four days ago. Right. Because again, it's I feel like there's so much going on in our lives. Yeah. The structure mm-hmm. is broken. Yeah. You know, I am not a relatively organized person. Yeah. I do things, you know, on the fly. I like to be spontaneous, mm-hmm. but I feel like certain things I need to really fit in yeah. to create a habit that I want. Because I want mm-hmm. them to experience you know joy not just from getting stuff yeah like the experience right the experience right that's why the disneyland Mm -hmm. you know it's an experience they're really excited but they they have you know like bird brains right now (laughs) squirrel you know you go into the store and it's like i want this i want that you have my money it's like well do you want to go to disneyland right (laughs) yeah kind of deal so yeah the gratitude cards because then it, it creates a completely different environment and awareness of that there's more to this world than just accumulating stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but it's it's creating those habits. It's creating that, I don't know, structure. Yeah. Well, and I feel like this year I was the first year that I really thought, you know what? I, I realized that I was doing things because I didn't want to let my kids down. Mm-hmm. You know, if they have an expectation about something, you know, particularly like they drop hints about birthdays and Christmas. And then if I, I thought, oh, I got to get, you know, this was the first year that I thought, you know what? They're going to be disappointed and they're going to be disappointed for a minute and then they're going to bounce right back. And it, it was, I thought, you know, I'm not going to let that run the way I do things. And I I realized it's totally up to me to guide their experience of of what's important, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that being said, I was kind of realizing this morning where I maybe don't fit in time for them. You talk about scheduling. I was thinking about this just this morning. I thought, 
I have to schedule in time for my kids. I just have to because I am very organized and mm-hmm. I schedule my day, you know, this is this. And yesterday, my daughter was just really wanting time with me. And I kept saying, okay, I have to do this. I have to get ready for this. Okay, I have five minutes. And this morning I thought, oh my gosh, like she just wanted time with me and I pushed it all aside. So maybe I'm t- teaching them that getting things is more important Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than the experience. You know, I'm modeling that for them. Right. So I just thought about that today. I'm like, okay, I'm going to schedule more time for play and fun and experience so that they're not turning to alternate things to try to find happiness. Right. Right. That's smart. Yeah. That was just an awareness that I had this morning. Yeah. Not that that it's, you know, it'll be out in my book, but. (laughs) So stay tuned, 2025, Amy's book. It's my little bit of wisdom. Yeah, well, you have good wisdom. I enjoy that. I think too, for me and entitlement, like even yesterday, so like Evie wanted a bubble tea and I was like, I don't want to go to the mall, but we had to get a present for somebody. So we went to Indigo and I was like, you can have a hot chocolate. Then she didn't want the hot chocolate. And I was like, well, I'm not staying here if you're going to complain about the hot chocolate because that's still getting something. So then we leave. And then an hour later, I'm like, okay, there's a bubble tea of a place I found around the corner. And I took her to get bubble tea. I gave her exactly what she wanted. <laughs> yeah. She played you she played right so well. And yeah. I was like, well, I just got played. So yeah. that's what I'll work on. I think on. it comes to like from the, I don't know, like guilt. guilt yeah. Right? Oh my gosh. Because we don't spend that, well, you know, that quality yes. time. So to see their faces light up because we got them something. Yeah. You know, I, I tell my parents, I'm like, you are not allowed to get them anything. You can't be the only joy givers. <laughs> Because of, <laughs> I'm and you're the meaning. Yes, yeah. because we're always the ones saying no. Yeah. So then I go against my own judgment <laughs> of not getting. I'm like, I'm gonna get them, and I'm gonna have them be happy with me, right? Yeah. yeah. But then what do we do? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you bought them a poppet or something. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh. But yeah. So I have to have the conversation with my parents. Yes. That you are not allowed to buy them. Everything like you can't just go and take them to the dollar store and like go get any two things you want, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna do that, like because I don't want the crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they are yeah. like they're lo- like especially my dad is um, love, love language. language is gifting. Oh. so you know he doesn't say sorry, he doesn't whatever. He'll get you something. Mm-hmm. You know he'll you know all do something right. But yeah. it, it is it it's always been gifting. Yeah. So when I was younger, oh yeah, you know, my mom and my dad to this day have arguments like you were wanting to give her everything because we came from communist Poland. Yeah. So when we um, left Poland um, as refugees to Austria, we left everything behind. Yeah. You know, we said, my mom just said goodbye to her mom and then we were off. We said that we're leaving for two weeks and then we never came back. So because... We, ha- we left everything, which wasn't a lot. And then, you know, the stuff that my parents had to do to get ahead, yeah. you know, it's kind of like now that I think about it, it's like, holy shit, you know, if we had to do this, would we survive as a, you know, as a yeah. family to just leave absolutely everything? We lived in a hotel room for a full year. And then we went to another like farmhouse that we had one room. So the three of us lived in one. So there, there wasn't much space for us to, you know, have shit a yeah. lot of ton, right? Yeah. It was more of the experiences that I, um, but my dad always wanted to like, oh, 
give her the chocolate, give her this, because <laughs> right. we didn't have, have it. it. Yeah. So then when we came to Canada, it was just give, give, buy, eat, yeah. you know, have this because he wanted a better life for me. Aww. So I think it is, I'm, I'm kind of channeling a little bit of that as well, because I'm like, well, you know, I didn't have a bad childhood. I don't, my parents did a wonderful job and, you know, creating an atmosphere where I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, we're, you know, on the run or, you know, we left everything behind because they they did a really good job at creating a really awesome childhood for me. Mm. Teenager in years? I don't know, dad. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like, you know, now I want my kids to have better than what I had yeah. because I'm like, oh, I'm going to give them these experiences. I'm going to give them, you know, like yeah. this and that. But to them, it's like, pff, that's, you know, they don't day, get to, it, yeah. day, to, day to day thing, right? I wonder if your parents too, you know, it's kind of like they didn't have. And then when they do, it's a little bit like you, you go from zero to 60. It's yeah. like, let's just buy everything, yeah. right? you know, because you're so excited to have it. Yeah. Um, I wonder that, Yeah. you know, I think for me, I want to give my kids things. But I feel like if I get really clear about when I give them things with, here, I want you to have this, more often than not, it's, okay, I'll just get it. You yeah. know, and that's not a good energy to have, right? Mm-hmm. I honestly, you guys, like fantasize about moving to a small condo with very few things. I think, you know, sometimes when we've gone on holidays and I'm living out of a suitcase, I'm the happiest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to worry about, you're not clutter everywhere. I've got a closet full of clothes I don't even wear. But yet... You know, we go shopping. I just feel like our society in general, we've gotten so far removed from what's important. We don't even know. I don't even know sometimes what's, you know, I appreciate things, but maybe not like someone who would have one nice dress, you know, or... Oh, let's not talk about... (laughs) (laughs) Clothes. But you know what I mean? So how do we... So how do I say to my kids... What do you mean you want more clothes? And then they go in my closet and they go, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? What do you mean? So, like, yeah, do Amazon as I... packages. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not getting that. No, no, no go get mommy's no, package from the door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it my new outfit? No. So not. that's exactly it. Like, no wonder they watch us spend it and have all mm-hmm. these things. And then when we when they ask for things and we say, why do you, you know, you know, you shouldn't want that. Mm-hmm. And then they go, what do you mean? We're yeah. just modeling it, yeah, right? Totally. Yeah. And maybe it'll comes back like what our kids actually want is like that other episode we were talking about and you talked about a minute ago is just quality time yeah yeah. right and so maybe trying I'm no I want to try to move more into that like giving my I played Clue with Evie last weekend for an hour and a half and I think I was the happiest I'd seen her in like Mm -hmm. three months yeah she just wanted me to put my phone down yeah yeah hang out with her yeah we played cards with our kids um what, uh, crazy eight and dominoes mm. like over the holidays uh, yeah it was the first time that they actually sat around the table and they picked up the game really quickly and yeah we're just like holy man they're winning they're, they love that yeah you know yeah. It, it wasn't about the stuff it's just sitting and doing things together yeah your full attention your full yeah. attention but you know we i also fantasize about that because lots of the time i have one child who is a perfectionist and she has the fear of failure and she needs to always be number one and that's not how Life, life works, the world <laughs> ticks, right? Yeah. Um, so it is, it's like we went bowling. Awesome. It was fun. But because her sister was 
getting a higher score. She t- starts shutting down. Aww. So then it creates this like, you know, it's like, oh my God, we don't give up. We don't surrender. Like, you know, yeah. but it, it's a lot of energy yeah. to yeah. get her out of that state. Yeah, totally. So it's, sometimes it's exhausting. Yeah. And, and I did like two few days ago, we were coloring, t- we were making um, paper crafts or whatever, right? And shit went down. And then I just stood up. I'm like, I'm done. You guys are no fun to hang out with. I'm done. And I stormed <laughs> off. Like, you know, like, you know, how like, 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 like a 10 year old. Like a 10 year old. I'm like, you're not fun. And then I'm like, shit. Like, how do, <laughs> oops, you know? Yeah. But how do we, like, how do I, because I do, I want to spend the time, but I feel like my kids are in this, phase in their life where you know it's good and then it's not yeah it's good when they're the two of them and then if one person does something the other one it just triggers this spiral of yeah you know mine are the same way mine are the same way you know I'm sure you're the same when you fantasize about motherhood you didn't factor in all the arguing and fighting and the whining and crying but I sort of wonder just as you were saying that I thought, you know, maybe that's her journey. That's something she needs to figure out. That if she's in the corner sulking, mm-hmm. that everybody else is having a good time and she better figure it out. Because I kind of do that with my kids. Like I let them run off and then I don't chase. And sure enough, someone comes back and then goes, okay, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. But I do spend a lot of time playing with my kids. But I shouldn't say a lot. I do, we do play games and stuff. But on a regular basis, especially now, I realize they're 11 and 10. These moments are precious. And I think... You guys are probably the same way. There's so many things on my to-do list in a day that I often, am, those get my attention. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. And then my kids, like you said, at the end of the night, pillow time, mm-hmm. that's when they get my attention. And that's why it turns into an hour long bedtime because that's yeah, the only yeah. time they get us. But I, w- I wish I would start those conversations sometimes earlier and be- like make bedtime earlier. I don't know. Yeah. But sometimes I start the conversation because I'm so tired and I have this list I've been doing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like I don't want to sit here for five minutes. I want to make it faster, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. then I'm like, no, that's not what this is about. It's about actually talking to your child. But you know, then it's just you're tired and maybe if Ugh. I started earlier. Yeah, yeah, I do I do the same. If it's like 9.30 and they're like, mommy, can you sit with us? I want to talk. I'm like, at that point, I'm like, no, if you wanted to talk to me, then you should have been in bed when I told you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And I was like, well, no, I should have taken the five minutes because really, you know. Five more minutes, Five right? more minutes, whatever. But you're already in this like agitated state because mm-hmm. you told them to do something and a constant supervision to have it done. Yeah. They told me last night that they washed their hair. I don't know. They were in the bath for like, Two hours, they were pruning. Then, then they went outside into the shower because they said they were going to shower because, you know, they came from a birthday party and they had pool water and all that kind of stuff. And then we're going to bed and I feel their hair. They didn't bloody wash their bloody hair, you know? And it's like, yeah. you were in there. Why didn't you shampoo? Oh no, we shampooed. I'm like, come on, you guys. Like, why do I always have to supervise yeah. these things, right? Yeah. And then it, it just creates this like agitation with in me right just yeah. brush your teeth just wash your hair you know you don't wash it every day yeah but when it's the day you need to wash you shampoo and conditioner just like, yeah. <laughs> please yeah. well I think too like let's let's be real because when we're sitting there doing bedtime they mm-hmm. want our time and we're thinking about okay so it, I'm tired now and I still have an hour and a half of things to do after you go to bed and you want my time so yes we're probably not fully present I'm very guilty of that and I am totally with you and my husband actually says this to me 
but I'm like, I can't help it. Because at night when you're busy doing stuff and then you go to tuck in and I see all the things that weren't done. Mm -hmm. You know, the room's messy and the clothes weren't picked up. But oh my gosh, I told you to pick out your clothes for tomorrow. And you didn't, and you know, and then we unleash. And my husband's always like, that's the worst time to do that before they go to bed. Mm -hmm. Now you got them all amped up and they're angry and that's what they're thinking about. Like, I know, but I didn't have time to go and micromanage every step of the way. So this is when I see it now at Mm -hmm. nine o'clock at night. And I'm annoyed because it's not done. I think the chore, like doing chores for things. I think that for us, because we don't do a lot of technology, the phones, right? Like when when I'm tired and I'll be like, okay, fine. But most of the days during the week, because they're so scheduled, you know, with yeah. piano, with dance, with choir and all the other stuff in between, they don't really have, they don't talk to their friends on their iPhones. They don't. But when I ask them to do something... And they're like, no. And I say, you'll get your iPhone like that. Yeah, They're mm-hmm. up running, doing the things, right? Yeah. But I don't always want to just be like, okay, well, if you wash your hair, if you brush your teeth, you yeah. get iPhone time. Right. I want yeah. them to want to spend time with me, not yeah. because they're going to get something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, because we did, we did have, you know, talk about entitlement, uh, we had the mother-daughter date. So one would go with me and one Babcha would take. But then it turned into like, oh, Babcha took me, I took I took Kaylee to the, like the arcades Sc- or, Scandia whatever. or whatever. Scandia, yeah. Scandia. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so we played, we had a lot of fun. As soon as we get in the car, she's like, hmm, can you call Babcha so I know what she got, Kasha? <laughs> <laughs> so she just literally... It was yeah, like Gone. then it totally pissed me off, yeah. right? Because I'm like, so this was enough. I literally spent fifty bucks on stupid arcade and I was jumping and doing all this stuff. But all you care about is what Kasha got from the dollar store from Babja because if she got something, it wouldn't be fair, right? Yeah, she yeah. went to the mall for crying out loud for two hours and then walked, you know, walked around. Yeah. You, you love coming here. You know, that's what I said to her. You love coming here. You want it. You always want it. But now it's completely diminished our time together because she got some dollar freaking mm. yeah. piece of crap from but, yeah. China. You know, like it's yeah. just, I don't know. I don't know how to curb that, mm. you know, because I do. I want to, I want that quality time. I want them to want to spend time with me mm-hmm. and they do but they it, it has to be something there yeah. has to be something yeah you know? i think that's going back to how we started this i think that's there's they're surrounded by that mm-hmm. right yeah. their friends are all the same way you yeah. know i think i don't know about you guys but for me when i try to say you know, I do get my kids out. I say, okay, we're going for a walk and it's grumble, grumble, grumble. It's like a big fight. And then when they get out, they're having fun. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's so much work to get there that mm-hmm. I don't do it as often. But maybe we just need to do more of that where it's like, yeah. hey, activities, let's go. Mm-hmm. I did I did honestly say this morning, like I said, I'm going to have to schedule it in my day. I'm going to actually schedule time in and have to have like a bit of an activity planned or something. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not even an activity, but just sitting and reading. You know, my kids love it when... They always say, can you just tickle us? Can you just tickle us? They mm-hmm. just want to laugh and have time with me. Yeah. And for me, it's always like, okay, well, this is not fun for me. <laughs> like I, I, that playful side of myself is something that definitely needs to be flexed because I don't, I'm always like, oh, this is not fun. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You're like, but you I'm know, doing it for you. I'm doing it for you, but it's like, to. oh. Yeah. I used to play with my kids a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And then there was a shift. I don't know when it happened where now I don't know how to play with them. Yeah. I don't like, I can't be the, oh, I'm the doll. I'm the mom. Yes. Like, I, I just yeah. don't like, I forgot. Yeah. And it's awkward for me to do that type of play. Yeah. But right. I, with the board games and, and, and the cards and stuff like that, I feel like that type of playing together yeah. works for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. I know like last year, I don't know why I'm not doing it this year, maybe because we live on a hill, but I used to take Evie, um, just joking, <laughs> but I used to take Evie, sometimes at night I'd be like, I want to go on a walk. And then I'd say, oh, do you want to come with me? And we'd just walk around the neighborhood for like yeah. a half an hour. She'd talk about her day and it was nice because then I felt like we were doing an activity. Mm. It wasn't like about going anywhere like Starbucks or getting something. Mm-hmm. It was just like a neighborhood walk and it was nice. So maybe I need to bring that back. Do you in. think it's because we have so many things on our plate? Mm-hmm. Maybe. And then we're we we've changed in mm-hmm. how we interact with our kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we're expecting them to respond a certain way and they're not meeting our expectations. So yeah. we're losing our shit. So yeah. Like, you know? yeah, that's a good point. But it's you know, I don't know. I feel like bottom like not bottom line, but like I think we can all agree that our lives have gotten very busy and very heavy in a lot of ways. And there's always a lot going on. And I think maybe it just comes back to prioritizing. You know, at the end of the day, this is what haunts me at night when I put my head down. Those kids are not going to be around forever. You know, they're going to go at some point and they're not going to, they're going to be gone all weekend with their friends and they're going to be here, there and everywhere. And this time is precious. And my to-do list is always going to be there. You know, that, that one next thing, the laundry is always going to be there. The, the dishes are always going to be there. And so maybe we need to just start reprioritizing mm-hmm. and maybe, yeah. and going back to like what's really important in life, you know, yeah, because... Maybe that will curb the, I need the I need next, this, this, next this. shiny thing. Yeah, yeah, because then we'll just be, and we'll be so much more in joy as well if we could be actively present in that moment. Right. And act like, I mean, um, it sounds really good and I hope I can do it. Yeah, like, <laughs> but, well, I feel like anyone who's going to do it, it's going to be you and then you'll just yeah, tell us Yeah, I'll just right? give you guys the blueprint yeah. for yeah. it. But I, I will say that I really lately have gotten more about that. Like, especially moving here and living in this beautiful place. It's like, why we just need to go outside. Like, you just need yeah. to even go outside, put the phones down. Like and I need night, to model yeah. that. Last night was a beautiful night. It was calm. The fog had cleared. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm like, oh my gosh, what a waste. We need to be outside. Yes. But then, you know, we came with these canvases (laughs) that we're not using, you know, because they were going to do that. So I, I let them do whatever and nothing happened. They didn't paint. We didn't go for a walk. We didn't do anything. And there's the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. well another problem solved. I don't think we solved it. I don't think we solved it. We got it on the table and quality time is what yeah. we're going to aim yeah. for. So let us know what you guys mm-hmm. think. Like, I'm always so curious. We, you know, obviously started this podcast wanting to hear from, you know, a village of women. Uh, yeah. What do you guys do? What do you, how do you handle entitlement, entitlement and, and stuff? Spending time with your kids and all yeah. that. All that good, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All the stuff. All the exactly. stuff. <laughs> yeah. And how do you manage having no stuff? And yeah. how can Amy become a minimalist? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not quite a minimalist. I don't want to go that far, but but yeah. uh, how can I? How can I just? I'm the one that has stuff and not my kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Model behavior. Model behavior. <laughs> do it as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. On that note, thank you. Till next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks.
so much for listening. Now we want to hear from you. So tell us what's going on in your world. What's what's working, what's not working, how we can support you. What are some good topics? And don't forget to follow us at Let's Not Sugarcoat It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time. Bye. Bye. See you.